We have so many stories in our lives, but our stories are not always heard. On the Hear My True Story podcast, we tell our own true stories. Before the white car backed, our head teacher had scattered. Looking at him, I could only see his tie that was flying backwards, waving at us, and he disappeared in thin air. I want to share my life story. I want to share my voice with the people because I know that uh, just a small joke I can tell through this, this podcast, it will make someone smile. When you ask me what I fear most in life, I would definitely respond to you and say it's fear itself. We are fighting for togetherness. We are fighting for equal rights. We are fighting to end injustice. You don't have to be a storyteller or writer because, guess what? Life writes the best stories. Hear my true stories. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one, one podcast. Hear my true stories. Yeah, our dear listeners, we are happy to have you today on the Hear My True Story podcast. It is me, your host, Otako. Today is quite a wonderful day, special. We have a guest from Kampala, Uganda, international artist. He has done a lot of collaborations. He has done a lot of international exchanges and is a well-known artist in Uganda. But however, we shall be talking about collaborations. Do you want to do collaborations between Africa and Europe? Are you an artist? Are you a producer? Do you want to hear experiences? Do you want to hear ideas? Today we have a lot to talk about. Stay on and listen to this episode. This week's special guest on your, on your favorite, favorite podcast. podcast. Hear my true story. Yes, Robert, could you please introduce yourself? All right. Um, first of all, I'm so happy for the invitation, Otako. I'm yeah. really happy and delighted to be here. Uh, this is my first time on your broadcast, and I heard about it uh, some time back. A friend of mine sent me one of the broadcasts, and I was listening to it, and it was really interesting. So I'm I'm so happy to be here. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm St. Peter Robert. Uh, some on social media know me as Sayar Robert St. Peter, uh, a Ugandan contemporary artist. Uh, yeah, I'm so delighted to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm happy to have you also on the podcast. I'm so excited what we shall talk about today. I look forward to it. Uh, so, Robert, what yeah. is your story? I mean, why? what is your story? Why are you a contemporary artist? Wow, wow, wow. So, <laughs> where should I start from? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I think... My story uh, starts way, way back in uh, around 2008 when uh, I was introduced to Breakdance Project Uganda. Um, before before Breakdance Project Uganda, I was in Bavuka All-Stars Foundation. That is from Babaruku. Then uh, someone, because I was there as a football player, and then somehow someone introduced me to Breakdance. A friend of mine is called... Uh, Bosco Chilavira, 
And then from there, I got introduced to Breakdance Project Uganda. That's where uh, a big uh, story of mine starts, I would say. That, that is where the root of my dance or my art starts from. Uh, to cut the wrong story short, I s- discovered contemporary dance somehow. That's how you get in. So that's how I get in. And this is where the biggest story of me traveling around the world starts from. Wow, Seth, thank you so much. That is a wonderful... You have such a long story, which yeah. we, we cannot finish in one episode. That I no. know. But for that yeah. reason, we want us to move on to another question that I just wanted to ask you. But yeah. unless you want to conclude this, you can conclude it, my my brother. No, this can be a long story that we can can take ages. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, so, but at least it has given the listeners a, a, a little bit of background about me. Yeah, good. So um, I, I have another question for you. I just wanted to ask. I mean, why why did you mm-hmm. uh why did you choose to focus on international collaborations? I mean, because you have done a lot of collaborations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What drives you? I mean, there are a lot of factors to look at, you mm. know. A, a, a lot, but uh I'll just mention a few from my own experience and thoughts. Mm. You know, when I was in, I was in Burkina Faso, mm. I met a lot of uh, artists, you know, from mm. from the US, from uh, Europe, uh, mm. from Burkina Faso, from Mali, from Senegal, you know, mm. and that exposure opened my eye. Mm. You know, so and I made friends with a lot of them. So that's how my international collaboration starts. Mm. And then suddenly I end up also going to a call the sub uh, the next year after Burkina Faso. Mm. And uh, imagine at a, at a call the sub we had 25 dancers from the continent. I mean, what is a call, a call, what is a call the sub? It is, a call the sub is called the school of the sand. Okay. It's in French. Okay. Yeah, so it's called the School of uh, the Sun. This is one of the biggest uh, uh, performing arts uh, dance schools on the continent. It's mm. in West Africa. And it was founded by Jamena Akonye, uh, one of the, I would say, the mothers of contemporary dance on the continent. Mm. So, yeah, so I go there and uh, I get exposure to other artists from different backgrounds. We share stories. So from them, I knew that, okay, in any way for me, in order to move forward, mm. I need to start tapping into different, uh, uh, to tap into different connections. I have to start collaborating with these artists. Yeah. And I think the, the first uh, collaboration I did with, with, uh, uh, a dance artist, one of the greatest I know from East Africa, is called Abdumu Jambere, and he's from Rwanda. Okay, Abdumu Jambere from Uganda. Ah, from Rwanda. Rwanda. Okay. Yeah, Rwanda. Mm. So we collaborated on a. He, this guy is he, he does photography, film. He's a dancer. He's a theater maker. So I went to him and I told him we should do a collaboration together. And I thought we are going to do dance, and he told me no, we can do a photo session together. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And then we do a photo shoot together and then after we do a dance, a short dance film together. Okay. So I think 
for me, what drove me to go into collaborations was me to gain more experience from other people that I'm collaborating with. And okay. also try to build my connection, you know. Your network. Be in my network. Because most of the, thing, the times is that the more people you know within the art, the more mm-hmm. connections you get. Okay. So, yeah. And how many collaborations that have you really been part of? Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, for maybe someone wants to know. Wow. Okay, maybe I'll just mention some places where I've done collaborations. Yeah, you j- just mention the places, please. Don't mention yeah. the collaboration, but you can say how many places you've been in. Yeah, so I've done collaborations in uh, in Rwanda. Mm. I've worked with artists from uh, Egypt, mm. from Cote d'Ivoire, wow. from Mali. I've done from Cameroon. I've done collaborations with artists from U.S., And uh, actually, I spent a lot of, I went to U.S. for like six six months working on performing there and working with artists. Yeah. I've done collaboration with artists from Germany, from Sweden, France. Mm. You know, I, I would say I've been all over the place. <laughs> You've been all over the place. Uh, so yeah. th- then I want to ask you. Um, yeah. You have, been, you have done also collaborations in Africa. Of course. I mean, yeah. So... As in, why is it so important for African artists to do collaborations with fellow African artists? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I will tell you that uh, when uh, at the beginning, I always tell Ugandan dancers that uh, some some of them that come to me for some advice, mm. I always tell them, that uh, I always look up to Uganda, uh, to African uh, choreographers or African artists. Mm. The reason is because we have uh, we have a history that we share that is somewhat similar. And some of our, uh, our how do you say it, uh, our struggles mm. are, are kind of related, you know, they are similar. Yeah. So I always look up to them because I know what they have gone through is what I'm going through. Yeah. So, and I think the more I work with them, the more I know how, how they have done it in this difficult situation in order for them to make it international-wise. Mm. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, I get it. I, I, yeah. I really understand it, that we as an African artist have the more or similar struggles, similar experiences yeah. they have made. And mm-hmm. when you collaborate with them, you learn a lot and you learn how to deal with challenges. They could mm-hmm. be political challenges, mm-hmm. could be economically, financial mm-hmm. challenges. They are not yeah. so like different from each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that, that's one, one of the things why I always look up to them and I always advise Ugandan artists that you should look, you should make sure you follow artists from the continent. From the African Cause, continent. Yeah, because the thing is, what happens is that they tend to look up to Akram Khan, for example. Mm. Akram Khan is a big name and you look at his background, you're like, wow, his mother built him a dance studio. Yeah. And and then me, I'm here, my mom doesn't even know that I'm a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's so interesting. 
I mean, yeah. it, it, these are two different worlds that we live in. Uh-huh, you see, so, uh, and you know, a lot of people in, in Uganda, who, who I think a lot of Ugandan artists will tell you that our families, if you mm. tell them you're a dancer or an artist, they will say, huh, you're an artist? What do you do? They'll tell you, ah, so like chameleon. You say, no, <laughs> not like chameleon. <laughs> I mean, what you're saying that uh, in Uganda, when you say you're an artist, the first thing that comes in the mind, are you a musician? Aha, uh-huh. that's what they think an artist is. Or they think you're painting, you know. Yeah, okay, I get that. Yeah, and it, it's, it's like, I when I always try to explain to people what I do back home, it's, I find it very hard. To, you know? <laughs> to, to really explain to someone. I remember I, I wrote an article in 2017 with, when I was in the US. Mm. I was in Chicago and I wrote this article that I called Questions, Questions. I was in the U.S. and I met some Ugandans and I was trying to explain to them how I travel to dance. And we were like, huh? You travel to go and come here and dance. And they couldn't believe it. Yeah. But yeah, I so I always told them that the more you look up to African artists, mm. you will learn a lot from them. Okay. More than you learn from artists from outside uh, uh, the continent. Of course, I am not saying that you don't learn from a lot of artists outside the continent. You will. But at the early stage, like, to set a good foundation for yourself, yeah. it's, it's better you look out to African artists. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Hear my true story. Okay, and then uh, that brings me to this question here. Yeah? Yeah. You, you have done collaborations with the US, Europe. I mean, yeah. ha, ha, what was your experience as a black artist coming to Europe and doing these uh, collaborations with Europeans, uh, uh, people from the Amer- from the US? Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Uh, you know, this is where politics comes in. <laughs> mm. I, I always tell people with uh, with my work, I was talking to a friend of mine last week and my friend watched my performance and he was like, your performances are so political. And I was like, what is not political? <laughs> Everything yeah. is politics, you know. And uh, no matter how much we try to run away from politics or not to think about politics, politics always thinks about us. So mm. we cannot run away from it. So the experiences, I would say some of them are political, some of them are very social, and some of them are very economical, you know. Yeah. But I, I don't know which side we should <laughs> talk about now. I mean, I, I, I just wanted to ask, mm-hmm. I mean, your experience in doing collaborations outside the continent of Africa mm-hmm. and then doing it in other continents, like European continent, going to the US, I mm-hmm. mean, the experience, uh, I mean. I mean, I will tell you, uh, doing collaborations on the continent is not an easy thing. Okay. than doing a collaboration in Europe. It, most people don't know that. Uh, doing a collaboration on the continent is not easy because of the economic uh, side of it. You know, mm. I have a lot of uh, African artists uh, and up to now I'd like to work with, because of, but because of the economic part that, you know, struggle that comes with it, projects have not been easy to, uh, to, to be successful. 
but that's where it becomes the European part that uh, they are, they have a lot of structures and uh, bodies that fund artists here, you know. Mm. It's not easy to get the funding, but, you know, when you meet the, the right people. Mm. So that has been a very good thing for me that has made me, uh, like, give me a good foundation that I've met the people that I've collaborated with. For example, from 2016 up to date, I've been working with a company called uh, Company Christopher Winkler. That's mm-hmm. why most of the people think I live in Germany, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, in Berlin, just that I've been working with a company, Christopher Winkler, for mm. for those years, and we have, the collaborations have been going well because you know the, there has been fans, and we had uh, we have a very good uh, uh, relationship between me and him. He understands me. I mm. understand him. We understand the politics that comes between us. You know. And uh, mm. those collaborations have learned a lot on how uh, the European dance scene works. Yeah. Different from the Ugandan one, you know. Mm. And uh, this is where I always, I always tell Ugandan dancers, most of them don't know, but I have a lot of respect for them. A lot of respect. Because I'll tell you, Otako. Yeah. The day, I'm, I'm saying this on record. The day I wake up and I cannot travel to come and perform in Europe, I'm going to quit art. Mm. I'm going to go to the village, go back, talk to my grandfather, mm. tell him I want my piece of land. I start thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and this is for economic part. This is the, this is, you know, uh, the broadcast is called my, my, my true story, right? Yeah. Yeah. My so true story. Yeah. True. I want to be true as I can, you yeah. know, and because I'm telling you, it's a real struggle. Yeah. You know, I, I was talking to my mom and my mom, actually my mom inspires a lot of my work. I was talking to my mom and my mom said that, uh, Robert, money is not everything. I told my mom, mom, the extreme poverty that we grew up in, you cannot convince me now that money is not everything. Mm, I get of that. Of course, I can understand people would say, ah, money is evil. My friend, money is evil, but at least have something <laughs> <laughs> that you can afford it. Commando. Yeah. Then you start thinking about how money is evil. Yeah. I think one of the most evil things that I've experienced in this life is living in poverty. Yeah, I get that. It's really hard. Do you want to see? Yeah, 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 man. It is really hard. Actually, that grow, coming from that background inspires a lot of my work. My, um, I always say that my work is about an investigation yeah. of understanding of who I am. Mm. as a person and my purpose on this in this life you know and i don't know if this investigation will end or not i i don't know too yeah. <laughs> i don't know too you 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 are the one, you are the one running the investigation yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> the investigation so far is going well yeah okay then this that, way it ends. that yeah. is good when i hear the investigation of your art your life mm-hmm. that makes me really have hope That means yeah. your, 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 your personal life experience as a child really pushed you so hard to focus on these collaborations here in Europe, in the U.S. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, uh, like, 
I would say that uh, some a part of it has been my curiosity of uh, understanding the art that I'm mm. in. Mm. Like I told you, in order for me to do any collaboration with anyone, mm. there are a couple of things I look at. One is artistic. Okay. The other one is uh, continuation. I call it continuity or continuation. Yeah. And then the other one is financial. Very important. And the other one is my core values. Okay. You know, when, and with that, with my core values, I, I have a little projects that have refused to work here in Europe also. When people contact me and I'm like, ah, you know. I mean, what, what are your core values? What are your core values? I mean, I would like to know. I mean, as an artist, I would like to know, <laughs> as an artist, what are your core values, you as, as, in, as an individual? Yeah. I, I mean, there are so many. We, I cannot finish, but, but I will give you an example, yeah. one of it. So, for example, I, I received an email mm. from, uh, from, from someone here in Europe, mm. and they told me, ah, Robert, we, we, we want to, to do a project with you, and uh, this project, we we consider that we will need someone, uh, a black person in it. Wow, that's really interesting. And I'm like, uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. Are you inviting me because I'm black or are you inviting me because of my art? Yeah. Those are two different things, you know? Yeah, I understand that. It's, it's really, really, really clear. When yeah. someone just says, we're inviting you because we want some yeah. black person in it. Not because we want you because of your skills. Uh-huh. And that's yeah. really, uh-huh. that's really, wow. that's, wow. re- that's racism. <laughs> yeah. that, can, that can also be another <laughs> project. For yeah. yeah, you know, that, that's another story. Yeah. And I remember once I had a conversation with my director in mm. and we had this conversation and then he he told me robert i just received an email from a theater somewhere in berlin i, I mean somewhere in uh, mannheim mannheim is a small city near mm. frankfurt mm. and they are telling they, they sent him an email and they told him ah we know you work with uh, a lot of uh, people from uh, the continent africa so, uh-huh. can you just send us any anyone This gives you an idea that uh, I was like, so they don't even care what you're going to do. Mm. They just need someone from, from the continent. And I had a conversation with my director and he told me, you know, Robert, a lot of uh, festivals you will see here in Europe, they mm. will say that they are international festivals, art festivals or theater festivals. And then at the end, they realize, ah, we don't have anyone from from Africa. And they will say, okay, just invite any, any. Mm. And then it makes you think, so am I here because of my art or I'm here just because I'm black? That's really, yeah, I, I really understand that one because mm-hmm. it is, it's me as an artist, also I take that as a serious value. Mm-hmm. Value so my see, art, not my yeah. color. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, so such things, but, um, of course, like I said, there are so many things I look at. Uh, mm. There are also projects that I look at and I'm like, ah, I would like to learn from them. That is the artistic part. I would okay. like to learn from them. I would like to know how they do this, 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 you know. And they are, I look at it and I'm like, ah, financially I'm going to be rich. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. And then there are also collaborations I look at and I'm like, okay, this here, I'm not going to be earning a lot of money. Yeah. But I'm going to get uh, exposure, I would say. A continuity. A lot of people would see my work, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So such things, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I get that. So yeah. <laughs> that's so fun. Yeah. I mean, I really understand some of your values and I understand mm-hmm. some of them. Um, yeah. I mean, the values can always be different depending on who I, I'm going to work with. You know, if if it's on the continent, I also have values that I would follow, you know. Yeah. If it's here... I also have values that I would follow. So you mean like your values differ when you are in the African continent? Mm-hmm. It's a different value. When you come to here, yeah, collaborations to Europe and the US, it's another it value. Is, it's also different, yeah. Your hardy listeners, we cannot continue beyond now. And for that reason, I'd like to say, join us in the next episode of this same conversation. I'd like to say bye for now. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode. Hear my true story. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Music by Edwin Matovo, hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories and visit us on our website, hearmytruestory.com for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.